going to move on to other topics right now and catch up with an old friend. What is going on, James? BCP's with us right now. I'm doing great, Frank. How's it going? It's going great. You know what? I love the fact that I can call you James now on the show <laughs> because there, for for a couple of years there, I was just I was, it was I was always just like, don't dox him, and now we can just be free and easy. <laughs> yes, yes. Big hug to everyone out in the BC uh, P slash because we're all brothers and sisters here. Quite frankly, podcast family. Hey, before we go anywhere, I know that your big channel was gone. I hate when it happens to people. Um, uh, of course, my, my big channel is YouTube, which no matter how many of my always would fit multiple times into everybody else's big channels. Um, but I'm still here for some reason, and I just wanted to say while we have a maximum audience watching right now, uh, before we get started, tell people where they can keep up with your show and all of your work now that you are not on YouTube, because I know you have the main address, and then you're also on Rumble now and doing a few other things. Yeah, I think the, be the the most natural fit for people who are who have been following me on YouTube would be to just go over to my Rumble channel. Um, it's uh, it, it's always been the URL bcp.news. bcp.news will always point you to where you can find me the easiest. And right now that is uh, Rumble. Uh, and just to plug for my kids, my kids are still on YouTube. I'm not on YouTube, but uh, they have a, a channel. Uh, it used to be called the BCP Report, but they've changed the name to everything differently so they can just be completely separate from me. Uh, they just report the news. They don't really go on analysis, even though my daughter tends to have a little cheekiness when she reports the news that comes through. I wonder if she gets that from. I wonder uh, where. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want to hear her cheek and sarcasm, it's called Nothing But The News. Uh, they are on YouTube, and uh, I wish them well as they grow that. But uh, BCP.news is where you can find me. And the BCP Podcast or bcppodcast.com uh we're we're growing quite a bit on the uh on the podcasting uh side over on uh apple uh podcast google podcast iHeartRadio, audible spotify etc that's great you know do, uh, do the children is that something that they have expressed interest in doing going forward do they like the idea of of news broadcasting mass communication or is this something like a uh a a school project or something um, no, I, I would, I, I would be lying to say they have the same passion that I do, uh, but they do have a passion for it. Uh, but uh, Junior, my oldest uh, son, he is going into education, so he likes informing and educating. So that that's his, uh, that's his, you know, uh, his intended uh, path. And then uh, Juniorette is still on the fence. She actually has considered going on camera and even what have you. Uh, but she just uh, she just barely graduated from college and is recently married. So um, I think when now that they're completely separate from the BCP persona, uh, she may do that in the future. I don't know, but I think she has uh, more of a I don't know. They they uh, they're both kind of playing with it, but you know they they want to chart their own courses. But they're good at it. Uh, they're obviously you know my <laughs> my children so you know they've been around this whole thing for the last seven eight years i've been growing it and we did have a it was a family business uh the editor who edits my show uh edits their show so um so you know there there's that there's that but uh it remains to be seen it remains to be seen uh what their ultimate paths will be but uh they do think a lot i'd say my children are 85 to 90 percent on with my uh, with my thinking, and I'm glad That's that it's nice. not 100. percent Well, hey, listen, I, I, I'm I, I like hearing that, knowing that one of your children 
Uh, that, that's is, is that the son that I met? Um, no, no. Uh, he's the uh, he's the editor. No, he's uh, he's barely uh, eighteen, going into his second okay. year of college. Okay. Uh, he finished. Yeah. So yeah, not that's uh, who you met. Uh, was... My uh, my that's my youngest child. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, it, uh, if if they're eighty five percent to ninety five percent in line with you, anybody that's going into teaching with that kind of a mindset is going to be a breath of fresh air, and hopefully they can be part of the 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 the, the education, the private education revolution that's coming to this country right now. Because as long as you got your, uh, I guess your your degrees and your certifications or whatever you need to start teaching around uh, in these these parts of the world, there is going to be so many people that are going to be seeking out teachers who are willing to do things differently, like personal trainers. Um, it's just, uh, you know, the, the, the school system we have now, James, I'm sure you know, has the ability of swallowing up and destroying the best of hearts that come in with the, with the mindset to want to teach and, and, and help children. But when they, they, they get into that classroom, they realize they have to go and they have to carry water for people that they usually do not want to. So I, I, hope, that, I hope that your son becomes a, uh, a big asset in the, the coming educational revolution. Uh, probably will. I appreciate that, uh, Frank. That means a lot to us. We've homeschooled our kids, so <laughs> that's why... Uh, my oldest kid was 16 in college. Luckily, he's taller than me. I'm only 5'3". Luckily, he was, I don't know, 5'7", five, 5'8", five, at the time and had a full-on beard. So no one ever knew that he was a 16-year-old freshman. And then my youngest one, who you met, same thing. He was barely 17 when he started college. But we uh, we homeschooled our kids, and my son is going into education. Most likely will be part of the charter or private school uh, revolution because that's where he feels most most comfortable. I don't think he'd be he'd do very well being straddled by at least not like in a California type of public school system for sure. Yeah. And you you have to you have to very you have to watch the way they use the word straddle these days because <laughs> there's <laughs> it's not I I don't want to even laugh, but I mean it's just what just obscene what I see coming out of uh of schools all over the place. It's just it's just crazy. But you know what? I want to, because it's a shorter show tonight, I want to get into a few topics that are not only been hot on your channel, but things that I want to get a nice review on. And I want to start first with this Mar-a-Lago thing, uh, or, or um, it's really the, the campaign war, the lawfaring that is going, the lawfare that's being waged in the lead up to this 2024 election. Now, there are people out there who are for Trump. They're against him at all odds, or they're growing more and more indifferent and uh, to the entire thing altogether and just prioritizing other things in life. But regardless of where you stand, what we are witnessing, we're bearing witness to history every day, both here and abroad, of what people are willing to do to take control and keep control of economies, countries, the world, all of that stuff. And what is being waged against Donald Trump, the man, in order to keep him from running is truly incredible. And it all started with the Mar-a-Lago thing that we hear about the Georgia thing. And and um, I just would love for you to talk to us a little bit about um, what you have been covering with this, uh, what they say is imminent indictments, multiple. They want him arrested. They want him convicted. They want him imprisoned if possible. What are the liner notes as far as this prosecutor, Jack Smith? What is he working on? Uh, he's uh, working on an obstruction charge, and uh, we, there, there's four things that I would say right now, Frank, that seem to indicate that there is there is going to be an indictment of President Trump uh, by Special Counsel Jack Smith, with the blessing of Merrick Garland. 
the first would be the fact that uh, Trump kind of uh, maybe suggested that would be the uh, the case, um, you know, kind of intimating that perhaps he would be indicted. The second thing is that Jack Smith was uh, Trump's lawyers went yesterday morning to to D.C. and there, uh, Jack Smith was there personally. So this is this wasn't something happening with uh, people down the chain or or, or, or down the uh, uh, rank and file. This was something that the the top cheese himself uh, was on there. They need Merrick uh, Garland's blessing, no matter what Jack Smith uh, says. Supposedly, is not so supposed to be independent. But it's really interesting. Uh, Andrew Weissman was on MSNBC the other day, and he was kind of breaking it down. And obviously, for those not familiar with Andrew Weissman, he really was the Mueller investigation guy. Mueller, like Biden, was just uh, a name uh, on the uh, on the on the marquee. But the real people uh, running the strings, uh, r- running that thing, was Andrew Weissman. Yep. Um, and Andrew Weissman pretty much saying, you know what, they need to do this before the primaries. Actually, that's why we, I would say imminent. It would be, now that we're in primaries, it would be for, it would be before the actual uh, Republican primary vote to pick the person going into the general election. It'll be before there. And it's so funny, Andrew Weissman said, this must happen because America needs to know if this is a person that uh, has enough evidence to be indicted or not, which, of course, I thought was laughable because Barr wouldn't even touch Hunter Biden because he didn't want to sway the election. Yeah. But Weissman is now saying this is a good thing for a good thing, even for President Trump. He made the argument that, you know, this should be out there and he, it should be vetted. He should have his day in court. He doesn't want his day in court. They just want to sully his name with the lawfare. He's got the uh, they're trying to build the RICO case against him uh in at uh in in georgia we know uh what uh bragg is doing even though bragg just had to let someone go because they were too buddy buddy with uh with michael cohen i mean the the whole thing is incestuous and corrupt and uh i guess the latest news i'm now seeing coming out uh right before uh, we went on air and i started watching you know i've I've been watching the show since uh, since you started the show earlier about half hour half an hour ago 40 minutes ago uh, but uh, the, one of the latest news things is that uh, there are 20 Secret Service people that have been subpoenaed by the grand jury, uh, and they're having, I guess, grand jury testimony and hearings in Florida even. So, you know, it's just uh, they're just trying to do everything. They can't beat them at the uh, they can't beat them at well, the polls, at the polls, at the ballot box. So, but at this point, I think people have pretty much, like you said, they're either indifferent or they've chosen sides. And I think uh, no matter what they do, those people who are going to vote for Trump are going to vote for Trump, regardless of what happens. And those that have TDS and hate Trump will always hate Trump. There's nothing they can do to make them really to hate him more. Just give, you know, I don't know, uh, confirmation bias for those that already hate him. But uh, besides that, uh, that's where we're at with the latest. So and it seems like it's pretty imminent. There's so many things firing at one time. Yeah, well, you know, when you cast such a wide net, and and again, this is why I always preface this stuff because I don't, um, you know, when we do when we do shows that are current events heavy instead of human interest heavy or anything else like that, I always try to really disclaim again that it, it, it's not really about you have to play the the party politics thing and politicians in general. Uh, all these personalities that we get to know over the course of however many years of following what's going on in the public uh, public sphere is really um, it's really secondary to just understanding what is being played in what what is being played out in the soap opera and you know whether or not you are even enthusiastic about voting at all in 2024 
if you want to know exactly how our society uh, here and abroad is being manipulated and how it is being attacked, you, 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 it's, it's incumbent upon everybody to at least understand who the players are here and, uh, and, and what's going on. The fact that they have cast, uh, they have cast such a wide net over everything to make sure that there are ways to screw with Donald Trump, if not imprison him, ultimately, uh, that there are more than a few ways to skin this cat. Meanwhile, as you sh- said before with, with, a, with Barr, who didn't even want to come anywhere close to Hunter Biden because he said it might interfere with an election, when the only reason why any of this stuff is being done is to interfere with an election. If his political career was over, they would have just said, okay, he retired. Let's just move on and continue to uh, to, uh, to 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 meld the country into the into the UN sphere of influence and be done with it all. So it's it's um it's it's infuriating. It really is infuriating to see the to see the uh, the, the contrast between what is being said and what is being done constantly over and over again. And that's why I think people ultimately check out. They do one one thing too that the old guard still thinks that people actually care or influenced by American Pravda propaganda news. Like they think that just this heavy rotation of anti-Trump news, anti-GOP house news is gonna sway anybody. That, that, that battle's already been had and, and sides have already been picked. Those who are, once again, are listening to the mainstream media and, and what have you are, you know, they're, you're, they're not gonna really change uh, any minds, but since they know that that's not going to work, they're they're putting teeth behind this and they're trying to indict and imprison President Trump and probably have a wrong interpretation of amendment law uh, to the Constitution and say, oh, no, uh, he's an insurrectionist. You know, one of the dangerous things, really, that a lot of people, uh, I, well, I can't speak for a lot of people, but it, it appears to me a lot of people are not aware of is what happened to Stuart Rhodes and, and the on the January Sixers mm-hmm is they are making case law for calling January 6th an insurrection or a conspiracy to commit insurrection. And that's ultimately what, uh, that's gonna be their Hail Mary if all these other lawfare things don't stop President Trump. And there's no sign that 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 uh, that he's not going to be nominated the for the Republican party, he's not gonna win the primary. So it, we're really in precarious times Frank, uh, they're, they're going, and, and, you know, these demons, they have their teeth uh, and everything exposed. They do not care. They do not care. Everything is really out there. For anyone who doesn't see it at this point, I don't, I, I just don't really understand how someone cannot see what's going on. It's, yeah. no, none of the players are trying to hide anymore. It's, it's, it's right in our face. It's blatant. It's out there. Oh, that's why I love talking about prophecy more and more these days, because there's only so many ways that you can describe the kind of... I mean, yeah, on the most basic level, there is a sandbox politics kind of a thing here where you know certain people don't like other people. If you understand how circles of friends operate in high school and college with jealousies and manipulations and, you know, everybody trying to get a, a, a hand, a, a hand, a, you know, an upper hand on somebody else, there's good times, there's peace, and then there's just, you, you get to read a room. Those are the years when you are going through high school and college 
James, you start learning how to really read a room, how to read somebody's eyes, their body language. You start piecing things together. You know who in the room is hooking up without even having to under, you know, without even getting to really know everybody. Just it's just something that happens there. That is all you really need to know to understand how the media operates and how people gang up on people and how all of the alibis and all the narratives form in complete contravention of every, anything else or contradiction, I should say, of, of everything else. It's sick. So beyond that, you have to really start hyper-focusing on uh, or hyper-fixating on the spiritual. I really do believe that there's a demonic uh, element to all of this stuff, and I think that we're talking about mass-possessed populations, and especially that, that witch warlock class in the media that dictates down to everybody else and gives them their marching orders and all their, their new trigger words. Um, I'll give you another example of the craziness. Uh, Blue Anon. We've got a big Blue Anon alert. There are two major conspiracy theories that are popping up right now about the Mar-a-Lago thing. There is a conspiracy theory that, uh, that somebody who had drained the pool at Mar-a-Lago the pool was drained, and it, it flooded a room, or there was a flood that happened in a room where all of the security tapes at Mar-a-Lago were stored. They were, so, so Caitlin Collins, the people who at CNN, they have been, they've been wetting their huggies talking about this, that there was a pool that was flooded to destroy all of the security camera footage. And there are some people who are still saying that all the evidence that they've been waiting for all these years to get Trump is buried in Ivana, Ivana's casket. They, they have been saying that. They say, why is a woman who was cremated in a 2,000-pound or however many pounds uh, you know, bronze casket, they think that there are files in her casket. They keep putting this out there. That's, uh, I hadn't heard the, uh, I hadn't heard the, the latter one. I co- uh, uh, I'm covering on my show later uh, today on the BCP podcast. The first thing you're talking about, the whole CNN. I love these selective leaks. It's like every single day now, the they're leaking to CNN, and they, they rotate through Washington Post, New York Times, CNN. So it doesn't seem like a leak. Everyone always has this uh, this uh, this leak. But yeah, this ridiculous thing about the draining of the pool. <laughs> it is so funny. I mean, if you want to bring this full circle, they're trying to make a case that this is some kind of I don't know uh, false flag by you know they 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 did they 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 made this flooding happen so they can destroy evidence yet we have the Kharkov dam being blown up but we're not supposed to believe that that's uh ukraine right right uh (laughs) yeah so like so one minute you can be a conspiracy theorist when you believe that it's president trump and russian collusion and and flooding of your own mar-a-lago hotel uh uh, uh, not uh uh, mar-a-lago uh resort to to hide evidence but you know but it's crazy to think that america was in on the the bombing of the Nord Stream, or that Ukraine, uh, even though they gave all kinds of signs, and we have evidence that they they considered it uh, that they didn't actually uh, do it. But you know, eventually it all comes out. We even got the New York Times, uh, I think it was it today or yesterday, saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, actually uh, there are there are Nazis in Ukraine." It's very complicated and nuanced, you know. <laughs> I'm gl- oh, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to talk about this. The, the, the writing in that article, it was a Yahoo article, right? Um, it, it's yeah, in, was, it's was... incredible. They said, here's the headline, James. I got it right here. 
Let me put you up on the screen with me. The headline is, Nazi symbols on Ukraine's front lines highlight the thorny issues of history. And they go, what, what, it, it, the writing, they go on to say that they're not Nazis per se. They're just it's modern. Nazi imagery. Yes, Nazi they're, imagery. Not, they're modern heroes with a Nazi symbolism problem. See, they, <laughs> it's just that they lack the creativity to come up with any new symbols, James. They don't, they yes. It's it, it never ends. It never I, ends. I read that and I almost tinkled my shorts. I mean, that was just such a ridiculous. Uh, it, it, it's just the, the ridiculousness of it. Uh, when it comes to, I'm like you. You said something. I I, I wrote it down because I'm I'm going to uh, parrot what you said. Um, uh, you said something that. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, I put it. It was on my other. It wasn't here. It was when I was listening to the show coming into the studio. Uh, you said something. Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, it, it was some. Well, I, I completely drew a blank now Damn. looking for it. Uh, but you said something so profound that uh, I will be repeating it. I'll just leave that that uh, when I go back to, uh, to to my notes. But the uh, everything. Oh, that's what it is about. Uh, about you said something about Ukraine that this is false dichotomy, right? That uh, that if you know that ukraine is full of it that you are a shill for for uh for putin and you love russia and all this other stuff and it's it's uh it's so ridiculous but that's the same there's this that's the same you know false economy they have with us with the uh, establishment politicians in dc and having people not realize that you know a majority of it is the same side i literally think they sit in their cigar rooms and laugh you know, with the, the D's and the R's and going, you got to sign a D, you got to sign an R so we can fool people. And uh, isn't it funny how we got people trying to pick, uh, it's like team, uh, my kids back in the day, Team Jacob and Team Edward. You know, you've got to pick a team, Team Putin or Team Zelensky. And if you're not on one, you're on the other. It's, such, it's so uh, ridiculous. Yes. Oh, and, and then, of course, if you, if you are a Nazi, that's okay now if you're Ukrainian, because it's just Nazi imagery. Right. It's just Nazi imagery. It's just, you know, you, you grew up around it. It means something else. So then, okay, well, well, we know that the, the swastika has ancient meaning that is not, has nothing to do with, has nothing to do with the Nazis in the 1930s and the 1940s. The, the swastika is ancient in comparison to the, the years that it was being used in Germany in the 30s and the 40s. So then uh, why can't uh, why can't most people just, where are all the apologetics for people using swastikas or wanting to, wanted to take back the swastika, which for the most part, aside from that snapshot in human history in the 20th century during World War II, was a sign of peace and rejuvenation. But that that that's what it was, and it, it's, it's Ukrainian privilege. Yeah, no, that's it's, it's like remember remember when this all of a sudden was a white simple sign, the AOK. Oh yeah, all of sudden, yeah. For years, it's just been hey, okay, but now that's Trump's dog whistle. That's a, a, a you know a white supremacist thing. Like no one really knows I'm a white supremacist, right? Until I went like this, white power. And, that's that's what yeah, it means. And, yeah, then uh, then then uh, then the uh, the cat was out of the bag. Well, you know that it had to. The, only only the left would would spend the time to actually analyze the OK sign, and say, okay, well, what one? Oh, 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 where there's a W and there's a P, that must be this white power. I remember when <laughs> when uh, whole milk in 2016 or 2017, it was getting around that whole milk. People, if you, if you drank whole milk, that was a 
that was a dog whistle for white supremacy as well. But I hadn't, hadn't heard that one. Well, let me ask you this, because you brought up Barr before. Now I want to ask you another story uh, that I know that you've been working on and, uh, and talking about with your wonderful audience, and that is the, um, the FBI. Now, Trump's FBI appointee for director, Christopher Wray, he's still enjoying himself in his cushy position there. Tell us, Thank you, Chris Christie. Yeah, I know. It's wonderful. Tell us everything we need to know about this cover-up Chris Wray has been involved in regarding the Biden family bribery. All right. This, this, this got really interesting a few days ago when uh, Grassley... I don't I, chronologically. It was about the same time that uh, on Sunday, I believe, that Grassley said, "Yeah, I've I've seen the document. I, I've seen the document." And they were like, at "Fox Business or Fox is going wait. We've seen the document." He didn't really go into detail about it. But then uh, Comer said they've been asking for this 1023 document. They've been asking for it, and Christopher Ray was fighting them like it didn't exist. Like this document didn't exist. And then Comer, Comer tells him on a phone call with him and Senator Chuck Grassley, they tell Christopher Ray, we know it exists because we've seen this document. Now, mind you, this is an unclassified document. There's no reason why Christopher Ray can't hand, uh, uh, hand over this document. For those not familiar, the, uh, the document uh, is we are now getting the latest news that is from a highly credible informant that has been an FBI informant since the Obama years highly respected nothing to there, there's really nothing there's really no slime on this individual he is someone that's revered uh and has informed that there is that this document shows that there was a five million dollar bribery scheme involving joe biden then vice president and a foreign nation uh having to do with foreign policy it is a dead to rights document and christopher ray is being just like he was with Hunter Biden and A.G. Barr was with Hunter Biden, total cover up. And they were denying the existence of, I mean, literally denying his existence until Comer told them on a phone call, we have seen the document. We just want you officially to give it over to us. And then now the latest story is, well, this document is part of an ongoing investigation. And of course, that's the default thing. You know, our, our, our means and methods and what have you, we can't we can't release it because it's in the middle of so the document goes from not existing to like we can't release it because it's in the middle of an ongoing investigation which has been going on for years and nothing is happening matter of fact this uh this uh petulant child this crack whore loving uh bastard known as hunter biden is flying on air force one um yeah so that's the uh, that's that, that's the latest but uh, comer came out uh, today saying that the the person is highly is a highly credible informant then we've got uh Congressman Luna saying that a whistleblowers can't be uh, their names can't go out there because they will get killed. This I mean, is okay. Yeah, this I have I have to read this from you. Oh, oh, oh if, my gosh! First like, of all, what, what you I'm said saying everything is out in the open now, Frank. I'll let you cover it. But this is what I mean by like they don't even care anymore. There's no there's not even an air of like civility and let's keep these things secret. Like they are absolute murderers, killers, uh, false flag planners and 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 operatives and it's all out there and they don't care they just need to keep the establishment in keep trump out and keep us with their selections as they continue to steal elections even if we know about it and it's blatant in our face and you had said right there too it it it's so incredible to see 
again, it's the same kind of playbook for so many others where there is months and months of denying something is going on. And then there is a throwing your hands up in the air kind of admission. Okay, yeah, 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 but so what? Or yeah, but it's part of something else. So they deny at first it even exists. And then they say, okay, yeah, but it's part of something else. Uh, it's being used in an investigation or it's, it's, a, it's a much bigger thing. It's very sensitive or whatever. It's it's nuance. It's, that's what it is. It's nuance. I love that's like the new code. Well, there's a lot of nuance with people like <laughs> Seth Rich. You remember with Seth Rich, they said that, that we have nothing on Seth Rich. There's nothing here. And then we've realized that about a year and a half later, two years, three years, and then we get more and more and more that they have entire dossiers on what happened with Seth Rich and that they can't release it on under the guise of national security that we're talking about national security interests here but listen to this a um this was from uh, representative anna paulina luna she said just left the meeting for house oversight the fbi is afraid their informant their informant will be killed if unmasked based on the info he has brought forward about the biden family what i, I guess the bigger the bigger point of speculation here James, is who is in the blast radius? Because the fact that Joe Biden is a sitting president makes this obviously a big story in itself. But I always tend to assume that these things are stifled because pulling on any thread long enough is going to lead you to far bigger fish. And in this case, there are much bigger fish out there than that pathetic Joe Biden and his crack-addicted family. People like Joe Biden don't exist unless they're plugged into larger networks. So, I mean, who who does the FBI fear may kill him? Who? Uh, or her, whatever. I have one answer for that in an unrelated way. Jeffrey Epson didn't kill himself. No. You know, so it's there are so many people whose names. Here's one thing, too, that a lot of people forget that there are a lot of names that will come out from Epstein that will come out from all these things that we don't even know. These are people that are in the shadows. These are the real string pullers that we don't even know exist. So it's not just like the Clintons and the Soros and the Bidens and the Obamas, there are secret, shadowy, very scary individuals whose names we don't even know. And if they are exposed and come into to, to the light of day, their power comes from being in the shadows, from being the king makers and the rain makers. And they don't want to be exposed. So I think it's a mixture of not just big names, but names we're supposed to not even know and people we're not even supposed to know exist and have true power. Hmm. Yep. I'm with you. There's, there's no there's no reason. There's no reason for this. Um, especially, uh, there's just no reason for this. This whole death threat thing. And for the FBI to, to be protecting them as if this is a very important story that they want to get to the bottom of. That's the whole thing here. Yeah, that's a charade. And to add on top of that, that was today, right? Uh, Congressman Luna on Sunday even said that they, as sitting members of Congress working on the Oversight Committee, she used this term, we have targets on our backs as they are investigating this as sitting members of our legislature on Capitol Hill. She used the term, we have targets on our backs for looking into this stuff. Scary, I'm not saying, very scary stuff indeed. And especially since, like I said before, when you think about this, about the Biden family 
peddling their name around the United States, around around the world uh, as a way to generate some income, private income for them. Obviously, there's always going to be commissions inside of whatever hierarchy they're plugged into. But uh, $5 million, uh, $5 million, I mean, this, this, is, this is nothing compared to what we uncovered on the laptop itself. And it's, it's, it really is. It's such a pittance. That's, their cut. That's probably their, you know, maybe you bring up a good point I hadn't thought about, Frank, and I'm glad you, you bring that up, that the five million is probably just really just their share. And perhaps this document sheds light on their five million dollar pittance and who are the other people involved in larger amounts than five million. That's a great point. I hadn't actually considered. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's such a the reason why stories like this always make me wonder is because it is such a blatant overreaction for something that we have been able to color in for ourselves on much bigger levels. I mean, many times over many. It's just it's such an overreaction, especially since we've been we, we just came out of an entire five to six year period of whistleblowers who cannot be named, but mostly because the whistleblowers didn't exist you know, or it was all bullshit, and you know they had to actually rewrite what a whistleblower was just so that they can put hearsay in as something that they, they could attack their target of the month uh, over, or something like that. So it, we we just come from a time of confusion, and we're still in one. And the theatrics is always the thing that calls my attention to it, because other than that, there's nothing about the Biden family that is really complicated. There's nothing about any of this. Um, no, yeah. yeah, they're 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 not even capos. Like, really, they're 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 almost the jesters. So I would say that if there's any group of people that will be exposed, it'll probably be like Obama level people who they're really trying to protect. Yeah. Well, uh, James, I'm sorry that we had to have such little time together tonight, because but I have to wrap the show up. I would love to have you back uh, more often. I know we, we always say that, and then three or four months go by, but we, you got to come back. And uh, I hope that a lot of people who did not know where you were operating after the the unplugging from YouTube now know. And um, if there's anything- and it's official, it, it's, it's there's a finality of it. I haven't really discussed it much, but uh, I got my attorney uh, involved, and there was communication between uh, Google Legal uh, and my legal people, and they, you know, they they have the right to terminate your channel for any reason at any time and uh but it, it is a finality i will not be on youtube again my so, black sort of patriot channel is kaput so, so yeah, everybody bcp.news bcp.news is where they can find me okay so bcp.news and of course when you're on there everybody can be able to get to oh, the many places that you upload the podcast and your rumble links all that is there on bcp.news yeah. bcp.news will take them to rumble um, and then any Rumble video will have every other link, or you can just go to BCP Podcast. The name is still the same, Black Conservative Patriot. So if they go on Spotify or, or just search for the Black Conservative Patriot, they will find me and my podcast, or they can go to uh, Rumble uh, as a launch. So just because Rumble is the easiest place to find me, that's where I point people. And then if they really want to find uh, other places, there's links in the first uh, pinned comment and a description box of every video to where they can find me. Wonderful. Well, James, have a great night. Send my best to all of the members of your family over there, and we'll talk very, very soon. Likewise, brother. Have a good one. Thanks all for right. having me on. Oh, always. Everybody loves when you come back, man. I'll talk to you in a bit. All right. Ciao. All right. Ciao, ciao. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Hey, our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We got to fight the power.
power.